Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are hours and hours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. Welcome to another edition of This After Dark. I'm Nick, and on this week's show, I'm joined by author extraordinaire Mr. Chris Ripley. Good evening. Um, Manchester wannabe Mr. P. Does for Washington. Buongiorno. And everyone's favourite southerner, Mr. D. Paul Dolan. Oh, that's nice. Good evening. Would you, would you like say that that's what you are now? You spent more so time. Well, I mean, I'm just thinking. I mean, obviously, people might get you've got a Scottish accent, but yeah, you probably spent more time down south now. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. I'm about halfway actually. I'm about fifty percent Scotland and fifty percent somewhere else. <laughs> oh yes, you have <laughs> travelled. You have travelled. A bit like me. Yeah. Now, oh, see, see you, Nick. Don't you go taking the piss out of us Scots. Anyway, um, now... Thank God, it's Shrek. <laughs> now, we, uh, we aren't actually um, a product of the British Broadcasting uh, Castle, the Big British Castle, um, but like the BBC, uh, there is a quote, quota we have on, on women on podcasts, um, and we have to fill that, and especially when Man is not here. So we have a very special guest... All the way from sunny Florida, I'm assuming that's where you are right now. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> just you know, just 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 thought about it. I just made this big statement and then not realised I may have got that wrong. But of course, um, we have Caitlin. Hello. <laughs> now, listeners might recognise her voice, not just from her saying hello. She'll say more in a little bit. You might pick it yes. up then. Uh, but Caitlin <laughs> has been on the show before. Um, and uh, this is going to be a little bit, at least initially, um, heavy about Disneyland Paris. So, um, I mean, listen to it all. You'll enjoy it. But just in case you, you want to skip a little bit, then we'll be talking <laughs> about other stuff later on. But Disneyland Paris is going to be the first thing that we discuss after I've asked everybody what they're drinking. So um, let's go P-dubs. Get the boring stuff out of the way first. <laughs> Some apple and blackcurrant cordial. Apple and blackcurrant cordial. I don't... One thing that I've noticed when I've been out in America is I don't really tend to do squash. No. Like Kool-Aid is about as near as I've seen. So, American yeah. listeners, when he says cordial, it means like a compressed fruit, which you add water to. You dilute with water to make a flavoured drink. A bit like Kool-Aid, but not powdery, essentially. So, that is, I don't, you know, that's exciting flavour. So, you know, don't, don't shoot yourself down too much. Mr. D, though, is going to re- redeem this for all of us. Yeah, but kind of, kind of similar on the flavours. It's a black fruit strongbow cider. 
So there's, well, I don't know if there's apple in there because it's black fruits, but, mm. but anyway. Well, if it's a bruised apple, very yeah, possibly. could be. Uh, Mr. Ripley. Uh, I am having a very boring bottle of Coca-Cola. Full fat or? Yeah, yeah, full yeah. fat. Full yeah. fat. Caffeine this summer night, you crazy, crazy mm. man. Uh, Caitlin, what are you drinking? I'm a soda addicted American, so I'm also drinking Coca-Cola. Well, we do like to promote other brands as well. Uh, Other brands are, of course, available. I'm drinking Cherry Pepsi Max with a bit of vodka. I um, I did another podcast last night. I was a guest on another podcast, and they were very annoyed that I wasn't drinking beer. So uh, (laughs) I did offer to add vodka then, but they were like, it was too late. So vodka tonight for me and some Cherry Pepsi Max. So cheers, everyone. Um... Now, as we said, Disneyland Paris, um, a couple of us on this show have been there quite a few times. We've all, I, I think, been there at least multiple times, uh, just not together yet. Um, but our guest tonight, Caitlin, um, you are going to Disneyland Paris for the first ever time. Yes, I've never been and I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> now, I'm gonna, this is going to sound really obnoxious, um, but you've heard me talk before, so you're probably used to it. Um, as an American, have you actually traveled outside of America before? I have. It's been a really long time. I traveled to Italy when I was 18. Um, oh, okay. But that's the last time I was abroad. Okay, that's cool. But so you've been to, you, you've experienced some of Europe before? Yes. Excellent, excellent. And yes, um, if I remember correctly, this is not, you're not, uh, flying all the way over to uh, to Paris just to see Disneyland, you are actually doing stuff around Europe at this time. Yes, I'm going to. I'm flying into Dublin, going to Edinburgh, going to London, then going to Paris and Versailles. Wow! And then coming back to Orlando. <laughs> wow! 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 So a lot of travelling. Yes. Uh, in, in a fairly um, short space, uh, but obviously. Yeah, I... Oh, sorry, go. I have 10 days all together, so I have to cram in a lot. <laughs> well, we could tell you about the, um, the, the highlights in London. Um, Miss really, what would you say is a must-do for somebody going to London for the first time? Really? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's exactly what, I would, <laughs> exactly what I would have said as well. <clears throat> I mean, I'm doing the Harry Potter studio tour. That much I do know that I'm doing. Oh, well, actually, um, I think I'm going to be doing that this year for the second time. Um, I went not long after it first opened, so I've actually expanded it a bit, a bit since then. Mm-hmm. So um, it is, it's really cool, really cool. I know that you, you like uh, Harry Potter. So, so um, yeah, yeah well, I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say that, but yes, yes, I've I've seen uh, I've seen you um, in your cosplay. So yes, yes is that? Um, I, I'm sure Mr. Ripley would have uh, suggested to you to uh, go to M M&M and M World in Leicester Square. No, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> Why? No, I wouldn't. What I would say about the Harry Potter studio is Janie Tremaine, who's a famous costume designer, works on all the Bond films. She has her office at the studio where Harry Potter is. So if you hang around long enough, you might see Daniel Craig in there getting his, you know, suits measured up. Oh, yeah, because it's filming soon, yeah. It's filming oh, soon. Uh, yeah, Leaves and Studios. Leaves and Studios. Um, Tour yeah. London Crown Jewels has got to be high on the list, I think. 
Crown Jewels, yes. It's not a bad yeah, and the to- and, you know, and the Total London thing. Mm. That's yeah. Good. Uh, we've got That's a Bubba, certainly a good one. We've got a Bubba Gumps now. So you know. No, we're really uh, we're really going <laughs> cultural. <laughs> yeah. Or the Rainforest Cafe. Take your back. And, and Planet Hollywood. You can't you walk. <laughs> yeah. We've got a Planet Hollywood, a, a Bubba Gumps, and a Rainforest Cafe all within two minutes of uh, walking distance of each other. Um, but yes, um, we can't help you horrendously with London. So I think you can uh-huh. pick and choose what you want to do. But Disneyland Paris, we do want to try and help you a little bit with. Um, now, you've got some limited time, haven't you? I'm doing two, about two days altogether. About two days, okay. Um, yeah, including um, the train trip in from London. Well, I mean, to be honest, the train's not too long. Um, yeah. If you get so- a direct train, I think it's two and a half hours. Yeah, which is much shorter than the one from Edinburgh to London that I'm taking earlier. So yes, yes, that 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 is a slightly longer journey. Even <laughs> I've not done it, but even I can tell you that um, I've done it. Have you really? Yeah, it's a bloody long journey. Mm, mm. How many hours is it? Four, five? Yeah, it's about that. Yeah. Yeah, they said four and a half or five. Oh. So yeah, just make sure you got some, something to watch. Um, yeah. Okay, so um, you're going from London. Um, the train goes into the park, or you know, yeah. if you get an indirect one. You, you can change in Paris. Don't take too long. Hang on, before you leave London, mm-hmm. assume you'll be leaving from St Pancras. Yes. Next <sighs> door is King's Cross. Uh, we're. I mean, I'm staying like right next to King's Cross. Ah, are you staying the... in the Great Northern? I don't. I, to be honest, I booked it on Hotels.com. I don't remember where I'm staying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it says that it's within a five-minute walking distance of King's Cross Station. So I will make at least one trip to Platform 9 and 3 quarters to take <laughs> the corny tourist pictures. Do you like Sherlock? I, I do, a great deal. Because that street is just up the road from King's Cross as well. That was on my my list of things I was going to try to go find was where they had filmed 221B Baker Street. Oh, I, I, I like didn't know this girl. if they still had it. I like this girl. Oh, Where yeah. Do we get her from? <laughs> yeah. I've been keeping her away from, from everyone. I, you know, I like to just get her up special occasions. <laughs> you know, like, like something precious. You don't want to abuse it too much. Um, yes, we'll, we'll give you... Oh, we'll get Mrs. Ripley to give you directions to go there. And yeah, the the, the Harry Potter bit that they've now put in King's Cross is quite fun actually um so you're you're going to be going there from London are you are you staying at Disneyland or around the area I'm staying right around the area we're staying that one I do know I'm staying at the High Park um by Adagio it's like right outside of Disneyland Paris okay okay that's a good Um, good area actually um yeah so that's good um Okay, so you're going to be there for about two days in total, aren't you? In Disneyland yes. Paris. Okay. So, um, I mean, we could rattle off a load of things that we think you, you might want to do or, or stuff like that, but if there's any questions that you want to kind of throw at us, and we'll do our best to answer those. Well, it's, I know the two attractions that everyone says, like, you have to do these when you go to Disneyland Paris are going to be closed. <laughs> The Phantom Manor and Crush's Coaster are going to be closed. Oh, is Crush's Coaster um, going to be closed? 
Yes. Uh, so I'm bugger. quite sad about that. But um, obviously I'll have to come back because I need to do all of the Haunted Mansions. That's <laughs> my favorite attraction. But is the Ratatouille one that you have to absolutely like go first thing in the morning, even if you're going single rider? Which um, I probably will be. It's a, it's a bit tough, I'd say, Ratatouille, because um, it's definitely... Um, it's definitely decreased in popularity over time. So I think the first year or so that it was open, it, it was very much like that. And I think if you go early in the morning there, it does get quite busy. But in my experience, the later in the day it goes, the shorter the queues. I've, oh. I've never so actually it's... done the full queue. And I would say if the queue's not too long, like just for arguments, like if you got there and it said yeah. like 20 minutes, 30 minutes... It's pretty worthwhile doing because when you do a single rider or, or the fast pass, you bypass the the indoor queue or lots of the indoor queue, and you can just see a little bit of it as you kind of pass through. And it does look quite interesting. So okay. I would say to do that. Has anyone actually done the full experience? Has anyone actually gone through the whole queue? I did last year. I think it might have been two thousand sixteen. The first race weekend, I think I did the full queue. He just had to chat um, that he was working. Well. Uh, just say I was at Disneyland Paris. He had to say no. why he was there as well. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it was the, it was that weekend because I did I go I went on it. Oh, we might have done the full queue in the summer as well, and we went with the family. I've definitely been through the full queue. I've seen like the the video projections. Uh, would you say it's worth doing? Oh, that's fine. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. I mean, nothing can possibly be worse than the flight of passage line. So, at this oh. point, I just assume nothing could possibly be worse. No, than no, that. and it's and it's <laughs> definitely not. It's yeah, you definitely won't be wasting anywhere near that kind of time. So, I mean, the fact that Crush's coaster is going to be down at that time might yeah. mean it's a bit busier than it would be normally. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, so yeah, I, I would I'd go and I'd go and do that first of all. I, I think that's going to be your your number one. Um, and I think actually that. I like that whole area. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a little, a very tiny land that they've, they've built there. It's got the one attraction, it's got a shop, and it's got a restaurant. Um, but it, but it's really well themed. So if you like uh, being a Disney geek as you are, you'll probably appreciate yes. that whole, uh, you know, the, the whole way they've made this Parisian right. street, you know, not even 10 miles away or so from a real world. Right. Uh, yeah. it's, it's very good it's very good um, and next to that is, is Toy Story Land which is completely different to what you're going to be seeing this summer yeah I can't wait to see the, the new one in the summer but it'll be cool to see um, the way Paris has done it and if there's eventually any difference between their Ratatouille and ours once they add it in Epcot I, I actually think there will be I hope so. Well, I, I think they I, will be. I don't like it when they copy and paste things. No, and, and that's it. I think the thing is, like, Ratatouille now opens 2013, I think. I'm sure it yes. was in. Something like yeah, it was that. After, yeah, it was after the 20th anniversary, wasn't it? So, um, yes, yeah, so it's been there a few years. So I think, but you know, because of them now putting it in Epcot, by the time it actually opens, you know, it'll be getting on to, you know, like, seven or eight years or so after it first opened at least so they're gonna to have to change it they're gonna to have to change yeah. it um 
So it'd be interesting because I, I, I don't know if they've announced. If they announce it's going to be trackless in Epcot, they haven't told anybody a whole lot of anything about it yet. Right. You can kind of tell where it's going to go, mm. but not really. <laughs> no, no. So yes, yeah, so there's all so there's all that. Um, and yeah, I think it's I think it's good. I think it's it divides people. You really love it completely love it or you're a bit underwhelmed i don't know anyone that hates it but i think you get people that think it's the best thing since sliced bread um and yeah i think even us on the show are a bit divided with that but um that's good um if anyone's told you by the way when you're in the studios to make sure you go to the armageddon attraction (laughs) um ignore them yeah they obviously they obviously hate you i was like i don't think anyone has said that yet (laughs) that's good um uh, yeah, that's that's the other side of of the studio. So you've got Toy Story and Ratatouille uh, towards the kind of right side of the park, and to the left side you've got uh, the whole other section, which has um, well Armageddon, as we just mentioned there, a rock and roller coaster. Which I'm not sure when you go if it's going to be open or not. Yeah, I heard that it was going down for refurbishment relatively soon. Yeah, but it's, I, it's, I didn't catch when it was going. It's only a week to start oh, with. Perfect. Yeah, because it's it's going down. It's going going down. Um, it's a short refurb now, and then in October, I want to say. Yeah, is I when think it's, it's going to go after race weekend. Right. So, because mm. I don't know if you've heard that, Kaylin, but it's actually going to be turned into a Marvel attraction. Yes, and that that's fine by me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've we've talked on this show quite a lot actually over the years about what we'd replace Aerosmith with, and that makes sense actually. When you yeah. see that bit of the studios, it makes sense that's where it would be. Um, next to that actually is a copy. Well, sorry, not a copy. The original version of uh, Lights Motors Action. Yeah, and I heard it's better there than it was here. Um, <laughs> I've got to be honest, I'm not, I've not done it for quite a while, but I remember when I went to see it in Epcot, I didn't think it was that dissimilar. I mean, the set, for example, was very, very, uh, or was at least, right. very, very similar. So, um, yeah, I think, I think there was a few bits that are in the French version that weren't in the American version, but mm-hmm. it's, not a, it's not a great deal. So um, I'd see how you are with time. I wouldn't say that's, especially if you've seen it in, in Florida, I wouldn't say it's necessarily essential. Um, what else is there? You can go and meet Spider-Man there as well. If that, oh, that's, if that's cool. What do. Um, he's the only Marvel character in, at the moment. That's... I met him in Disneyland, I think. Oh, okay. Um, when I went for when I went for D twenty three, right? I pretty much just met every Marvel character I could, and then they added Loki oh. like two weeks after I left, just to spite you, just to make you. And I was I was back. so upset. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Spider-Man. In Paris, there's a bit of contention at the moment because when he was first put there, it was to do with Spider, the Amazing Spider-Man Two. It was a tie-in with the Amazing Spider-Man Two film, <laughs> even though it's got nothing to do with Disney. It's like that's unfortunate. <laughs> so the costume is, is that terrible. costume, yeah. Okay. So it's not the new costume. Now later this year, they're doing a, um, a Marvel Summer of Superheroes in the studios. So. They're now, the rumours are now that they're going to replace Spider-Man with a new Tom Holland Spider-Man costume. But it's not a perfectly good idea. Makes sense. Synergy. Yeah. And all that. 
Um, but that's, so that's not actually officially confirmed yet. So we don't know for are sure. You, are you a big Tom Hiddleston fan? Yes. Very, very much so. I actually saw him in London at a cafe a few weeks like, ago. To the point where I have mild anxiety about Infinity War because I'm worried about what's going to happen to him. All right. Message me after I tell you which cafe it was. Perhaps he goes yes. in there regular. <laughs> you can go and I'll stalk just, him. I'll just sit there and wait. <laughs> you're just gonna, when you're in London, you're just going to be doing a Chris Ripley tour. You should actually hire out a bus, Chris. <laughs> just right. hire me, right? Instead of you being the tour guide, I'll be your tour guide. Perfect. We'll go around London, we'll hobnob, we'll, we'll do everything. And then you can go off on your train to Disneyland Paris. Yes. Keys to the Capital Tour. Keys to the Capital <laughs> Genius. Genius. Say that they should add to the Hunger Games. <laughs> Genius. Um, what else in the studio? Well, you know what? Um, although it's aimed at kids, I think the Stitch Live show they do is really good. I'll have to go just to tape it for my brother because that's his favorite character. It's a bit. He's sixteen like... years old, but he loves him. Hey, so I'm I'm thirty five. I just got told this year, so she's uh, <laughs> still my favorite character. So that was that was a depressing yeah. statistic to find that out. Um, it's 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 a bit like uh, Turtle Talk with Crush. It's, okay, it's that kind of technology. Oh, cute, yeah, it's that kind of technology, but um, it, no, it's, it's as interactive as that. But it, it's not the same as Turtles Talk, Talk Crush, so there's a bit okay. more to it than that. But yeah, if you've seen that, it's a, that's the general idea of it. Um, and I think it will be on when you're there, so uh, you do have to go and see uh, Mickey and the Magician. That's every single person has told me that that's my must-see show. And you'll be um, seeing it before I do as well. So I've still not been able to get out there when it's on. They told me it's better than Mickey and the Magical Map in Disneyland, which is hard to believe. Oh, I think it is. I, mean, I have to, I have to say, I think it is. Okay. I think the technology that they use in in the one in Paris is is superior. I've heard really good things about the shows in Paris. They said like that's that's what you go to Paris to see is how pretty the park is, and then the, their shows are amazing. Hmm. Their parades, their everything. Well, we have our moments at Disneyland Paris, but I can't <laughs> say all of them are great. Illuminations. <coughs> um, also, you know what? I, I think it's a really cute, a bit short ride, but one that you should try and go on as well is the Cars ride. I, I didn't really... even know they had a Cars ride. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, you know, when people think of uh, a Cars ride at Disney, they think of Radiator Springs. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, this is this is very very small. It's a bit like a teacups ride, but that does it a disservice because I think it's yeah. much more fun than a teacup ride. But it's it's that kind of thing, and I didn't go on it for years because I was like, oh, that's uh, a kiddie's ride. That's no mm-hmm. fun for anyone. But actually, it is quite a lot of fun for what it is. It's it's actually really good. So um, it's normally got a very short weight on it as well. So if you Even do better. see it with a short wait, <laughs> definitely, definitely go on it. Um, P-dubs, as my kind of go-to on this kind of subject, um, yes. is there anything that I haven't covered yet that you think we should have mentioned? In the studios, not really. There's the Backlot Tour still. Which uh, I quite like. 
Um, yeah. I, I, I miss the backlot tour at Hollywood Studios. It's so. not quite as no, it's not it's not as good as that. But it's it's That's a fine. similar similar <laughs> vein, similar vein. So it's I, still got Catastrophe Canyon. Yeah. Oh. Even if it's a remnant of what the backlot tour used to be. I'll at least have my little sense of nostalgia. I'll tell you what the weirdest thing is about the backlot tour at Disneyland Paris, right? Because I went in, I went there um, opening year, uh, so it was two thousand two. One of the scenes that you see on the backlot tour is uh, from Reign of Fire, which is a film that barely anyone rem- remembers. It was about dragons, yeah. um, <laughs> but at the time, like that film was just about to come out, so this was like, oh. This is exciting. Like this is something you haven't seen yet. So. Yeah. But, you know, now we're, you know, quite a few years on from that. It's not really that cool or relevant anymore. <laughs> so it's still there and it does need to be updated or something. But it's there for now. Um, and obviously as well, the, the one thing we haven't mentioned, which you should have done, is the Tower of Terror. Yes, and that's not going to be closed when I'm there. So excellent, and it's also looking like it's not going to be turned into a Guardians attraction anytime yeah. soon. Which it was, there was a heavy room it was going to be, but it looks like it's it's being renovated this year rather than converted. So, uh, oh good, yeah, it's to strip not... out the Twilight Zone. Yeah, <laughs> they've got to save all the other towers now that they've killed one of them. Well, I don't know if you went on the one in, in Anaheim when it was still the Twilight Zone, but it's more like that one than uh, okay. the, the, yeah, the Florida one. Uh, sorry, not Florida. Yes. Yeah, the studio. Whatever the studios is called nowadays, they seem to be changing the name of it every every time we get together. It's um, the park with a perpetual identity crisis. Ah. Oh, <laughs> the poor park. <laughs> perpetual park. Yeah. it's It's got a perpetual identity crisis. Yeah. It's very confused. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, it's good. So, um, yeah, Tower of Terror as well. Um, I think that's that's really it for the studios. I mean, it, the running joke always used to be that studios is a half-day park. Um, depending on cues, that might still be the case. That's um, the running joke for hours as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yours had a lot more attractions. It's just that a yes. lot of them have been closed uh, down. At the <laughs> moment, it has four. <laughs> Touche. Um, for actual rides. <laughs> what, what, so, what, Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror, Toy Story Mania? Star Tours. Star Tours. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and it still had a pay increase, uh, um, yeah. date increase, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I keep saying it's a, it should be a fun option. <laughs> Can go with the mini golf and the, the water parks. They should have just added, like made that like a Disney Quest type thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of chucked it in as a cheapie. Um, so yeah, that's the studios. I'm not, I, I do like the studios. It, it has a certain charm. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, the wise thing to do is to say, lower your expectations a little bit. Because <laughs> there is this linger of disappointment around it. And I think, um, yeah... Yeah, okay, let's 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 not say any more on that. But of course, <laughs> what what's great is that you've got Disneyland Park right next right. door to it. And I mean the you know, the, the difference with you know going to Florida and going to Disneyland Paris or even Disneyland is the walking distance between the gates. Mm-hmm. It's very, very short. It's um, very much yeah. like Disneyland that is. Yeah. In mm. California. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So it's that, that was probably the best thing about California. Is I could just bounce in between them and there was no buses, no monorails involved. See, most people say like the Matterhorn or Radiator Springs, <laughs> but you yep. just like the walking. <laughs> I just enjoy the convenience of being able to park hop when I feel like it. <laughs> it's a nice it's a nice trait. It's a nice trait. Um but yeah, I mean I I personally think that Disneyland Paris and their Main Street is the most beautiful that I've seen. Um, that's, that's what I've heard from most people. They're like, it is by far and above the prettiest park. When it's when it's had a lick of paint, which it just has because of the 25th anniversary, it will be really good. But I think we've probably all been witness to it when it's not been quite as nice as that <laughs> as well. Um but yes, I mean, I, I, hopefully the first thing, once you kind of walk under the Disneyland Hotel and, and through the gates into uh, Main Street, you'll, you'll kind of feel the same way. I hope you do anyway. Um, but again, you haven't got much time um, here. So any questions about Disneyland itself? I should know this, but do they have a train that goes around the outside? Oh, they sure do. The way- Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a proper steam train as well. Even better. Yeah. Um, I think when you're there, one of the stations is closed, but all that means is that you can't get off at that station. Yeah. Um, oh. I think... I think it takes about 30 minutes, maybe 40 minutes to the whole loop. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's a lot longer than ours. Yeah, I think... Ours is about 20, 22, yeah, if you sit I think, and just do the whole circle. I want to say that. Anyone... But we only have three stations. Right, so. yeah. we've. I mean, yeah, there they've got a station at every at every um, land. Um, has anyone else been on the train? Am I talking nonsense? No, it is roughly about that. It yeah. might be a little bit shorter with the, the station missing. Mm. Uh, I'm just trying to think. I did it in September. I hadn't done it for a while because it had been. It obviously with the refurbishments, they'd done the Main Street station first, so it wasn't running at all. Mm. So that that was the first time I'd been on it for a while. But yeah, it, it's got to be roughly. I got off a couple of times while I was while I was there to go and do a couple of other things. But too much information. Oh, so you got <laughs> the, right the train yet? Yeah, okay. So. But yeah, I think I think that's about right. It's probably it probably is a little bit longer than Disneyland because it goes further back because mm. the train station is is at the far end of Frontierland, isn't it? So yeah. it's a little bit longer. Yeah, and there's good things to see on the way as well. So mm-hmm. um, as you get to the lands, there are things uh, before you come up to them for you to look out of the window and, and see. So um, I, I really like it. I think it's. I don't do it every trip, um, just because it is quite long. But I think if you're seeing it for the first time, especially, um, it is something that you don't get to to do at other parks. Um, so yeah, so there is a train, and their Space Mountain is all hyperspace mountain now. Correct? It, it's, it's not regular Space Mountain anymore. It is hyperspace mountain when you are there. Um, okay. The rumor is is it will be turning back to um, Space Mountain Mission 2 is where it was at um, before okay. the change. 
Um, but yes, it is Hyperspace Mountain. Uh, you do know it's not the same as Space Mountain, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Because I, it was supposed to be Hyperspace Mountain in Disneyland when I went, and then they changed it and it went back to Disneyland's original Space Mountain, um, which seats more like our Splash Mountain. So when I got there, I was very confused that it sat two by two. Um, but they, everyone said it's closer to Disneyland Space Mountain than it is to ours because it's much newer. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's so like Disneyland's version, it is two by two. Um, unlike the other version of Space Mountain, you do get an over the shoulder, um, hoist, uh, what is it? What they called it? Harness. Harness. I knew the okay. game of H. Um, because there are inversions. Oh, cool. Even yeah. better. So I have to tell you that because it'd be wrong of me to suggest that it's the same <laughs> as those rides and you, know, you right. don't like going upside down or something. Um, no, I don't so, like going upside down at all. <laughs> good, good. So, um, yeah, I've not, I've not been on Space Mountain um, in about seven or eight years because... The they've just like just before they did the hyperspace mountain they they replaced the trains. The trains used to be horrible. Um, yeah. Used to really shake around in them a lot, so I didn't like going on it. Um, but I'm desperate to go on it as as, um, uh, as hyperspace mountain. So I'm probably going to get out there before they they change it back over. But um, the original version of Space Mountain was beautiful. Um, mm. The Mission Two version was a was a, a terrible. Um, version of that so you're probably you're probably best going on it while it's hyperspace mountain to be yeah. fair um yeah so is that um and we, i've heard their big thunder is like head and shoulders above everyone else's i've not done disneyland's version of big thunder mountain but yes compared to uh, disney say, it's good but it, it's yeah. It's only a little bit better than Florida's. Yeah, no, I mean... And I've heard this one's amazing. Yeah, I I love I love this one. Um, I could go on it all day. I, I think it's brilliant. It's You won't... Uh, I think because of the time of year, it probably won't be doable, but um, if you can go on it at night, if it's open late enough and you get to go on it at night, it's even better at night. Uh, yeah. You see, you see it all lit up and everything like that, and it's... Uh, yeah, it's, it's really good. But day or night, beautiful ride. Um, so yes, definitely recommend that. Um, we have Autopia rather oh, than Space Spaceway. Very um, cool. Yeah, same petrol-based cars as well, so it stinks. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's okay. It gets really busy for some reason. Even even nowadays, it still gets really busy. But um, that's that's a, that's quite fun, I suppose. Um, in the back of Going back to Discoveryland, so that's that's where this um, Autopia is, is is in Discoveryland, uh, where Space Mountain is. You've got um, Star Tours Mission Two there as well. Um, so that's just been redone. Um, oh, cool! That that was all kind of um, not not down and start again, but they they've replaced it all in the last year or so. So it should be quite smooth. Wow. Um, and uh, Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin. Uh, what's it called there? It's not called Space Ranger Spin, there is it? Astro Blasters. Astro Blasters. Yeah. Uh, similar, again, it, it is different, but it's you know fairly similar to the version you have there. 
um, gets gets quite popular anyway. Um, I think in the Captain EO Theatre, are they still showing trailers? Uh, I think it's the path of the Jedi in there. Oh, is that what but it is? How of- yeah, how often that's on, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it seems to kind of come and go quite quickly. It was Captain EO for a while, and now it's gone back to... It was showing It was showing an Ant-Man featurette for about two for years. Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way after Ant-Man had been and gone. Um, <laughs> they're not always the most up-to-date at Paris. But, um, yeah, so there's not a whole lot there. Space Mountain is, is your big one. And also, next to Space Mountain is uh, Nautilus. Okay. Which is just a walkthrough attraction. So, if you want to do the things that aren't at other parks, that's another thing for you to do that isn't at other parks. Yeah, but, that's probably what I'll do a lot of, with yeah. the exception of the ones that are completely different, like Big Thunder and, and Space. Yeah, I mean, uh, if we... So, Discovery Land's to the right-hand side of the park. Uh, Adventureland is... Uh, also, Frontierland is to the direct opposite of that, um, on the left-hand side of the park. But uh, Fantasyland... Um, just trying to think. Um, it's a small world. You could probably avoid doing it. <laughs> there's there's nothing new to it. Um, there's no Disney characters in it. It's just a traditional, it's a small world. Like like ours? Yeah, ah. yeah. It's not, I mean, I want to say it's different, but um, to be honest, it all kind of melt, melds into one. They kind of all look the same after yeah, a while. Yeah, so I don't, I, I can't say how different they are, but um, yeah, I remember going on the one at Disney World for the first time and thinking, oh, just like the Where's Paris the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I know I have to do the castle walkthrough because all I want to see is the dragon. Like, I'll walk through the rest of it just to get to the dragon. Well, I'm glad you know um. that. So, uh, to get to the dragon, you have to kind of go around and down in the castle. I don't think, can you, can you still get to it? from inside the castle or do you have to now see i didn't think you could but then the last time i went in there i could see the shop above it yeah so i think it was open again right because it used to be a walkway but well the, the definite way that you can get to the dragon if you're facing the castle if you kind of follow the path rounds to the left of the castle there is a sign that says um latia did the dragon uh Something in French, but it's his dragon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you follow that round, and then uh, you kind of go into the cave, and that's where you get to see the dragons. You can go and see that there. Um, and uh, as Peter said, there's there's two shops in the castle um, on the middle floor on the on the, the, the level you'd walk into. Um, and then if you go upstairs in the castle, um, there's a story of Sleeping Beauty as well so you can see that stained glass windows and 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 things and that's that's pretty cool it doesn't take you long to go around and see it but yeah something else that's unique to disneyland's is also fairly small i mean they at d23 there was a whole panel dedicated to the sleeping beauty castle walkthrough and they like talked for like two seconds on disneyland paris and then went back to california um but the Disney, the, the California one looks like a bungalow. Yes. <laughs> like it's tiny. Like it's it's incredibly small. Yeah. It's like uh, a... And they, they had to fight tooth and nail to even be allowed to put the castle walkthrough back in because it was closed for so long. 
And it was used for advertising for the Sleeping Beauty DVD release. That's the only reason they were allowed to do it. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, at least we don't have those restrictions there. Um, also, one thing that's new, actually, going back to the Castle Shop, because um, one thing, I, I don't think I've ever seen this at Disney World. Do, do they do glass blowing? Um, in, no, they do etching. So they'll, they'll do like glass cutting where they engrave things, but I don't yes. think I've ever seen a glass blower. Uh, in, no, in Mexico, in Epcot, they do. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't think about that, but they do have one there. Which, um, you still have one on the main street. Oh. But I, but I don't know if that's still there. Which castle has the waking up Tinkerbell thing? Um, Cinderella Castle in Walt Disney World used to have it. I don't think they do it anymore. Right. Okay. It's a magical moment that has ended. Oh, that's sad. I know. Well, there's lots of glass blowing in Disneyland Paris. You'll notice that. Like quite a lot of the shops, you'll see people making stuff. Um, But if you go into the castle shop, um, you can actually get your own wand. They make you a wand out of glass and you fill it up with uh, coloured crystals. Oh, that's cool. Because I was going to ask, like, if the shopping was any different compared to, like, if the merchandise is any different from what you find here, with the exception that it says Disneyland Paris on it. Um, So that I'll... I'll probably end up getting. How I get it home, I don't know. But <laughs> oh, what you do is you pay for an extra suitcase when you when you go. Oh, so that's that already... when you come back, yeah, that's uh. a given. That's already <laughs> happening. <laughs> um, some merchandise, yeah. So obviously, stuff like that is is unique. Um, I would argue that a lot of the merchandise is different. Even I would say the cuddly toys. Okay. Because we've got Donald Ducks from Disney World and Donald Ducks from Paris. And they don't look the same. As weird as that sounds. Because I know, because I, I know, like Tokyo is like the most different from anyone else as far as their merchandise goes. Yes. But, um, every once in a while, like Disneyland Paris merchandise sneaks into Walt Disney World. Oh. Um, they had stuff for the 25th anniversary at Epcot. Ah, they did that. Very confused. Yeah, they did. Like, they did that with. Um with shanghai yeah there was a bunch of stuff that said shanghai disneyland yeah that's like why is this here (laughs) yeah setting it in the in the pavilions weren't they um yeah so obviously yeah the 25th anniversary stuff a lot of that should be unique whether it stays that way or not yeah um but yeah i I would say there are certain things that you can buy like i'm uh years ago now um i bought a oswald the lucky rabbit shoulder bag which uh, I've never seen do, anywhere else. Do they still do pin, or do they do pin trading at all there? Yes. Or okay, so you can bring like pins. I have more yeah. traders than I know what to do with. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I uh, I bought someone's entire pin collection. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and most of I took it to D twenty three, and people were like, "Can I trade you this for this?" And I said, "Yeah, I don't care. I'm not invested in any of this. I already pulled what I want." <laughs> So I had better traders than your average person. Oh. So I'll take all of those with me. There is um, people there. There is a special shop uh, in Frontierland, but it only opens up two days a week. I want to say it's Wednesday and Saturday. Um, 
and it's like no one not no one knows it's there collectors know it's there but yeah it's so far from everything else that people don't even really pay attention that it's actually a shop um called pablo trading post so um if you're there then it might be worth seeking out to see if that's open because yeah it's one of the only places that still sells pins and vinyl mations you you get pins in a lot of the shops but yeah. that like the more limited edition ones tend to be in there um and actually, another tip for you is uh, if you want to try and get hold of uh, harder-to-get pins that are kind of exclusive to Paris, um, the Disneyland Hotel shop on the first floor, I've got stuff in there which had been sold out everywhere else in the park. So that's a good shop to go into if you want you know, more rare things. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised anyone still has the Vitalmations. They seem to be... Kind of going extinct. Oh, they are. Yeah, they are definitely. <laughs> they've definitely gone away the dodo. Um, yeah, I mean they don't have many in in Disneyland Paris um, or anywhere really. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I think that's one of the last places that sells them. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so that that might be quite good to go to. Um, yeah. Um, do you have any other questions about any of the lands? Oops. Not about the lands. I have one um, about food. Mm-hmm. Um, because the snacks and Disney this. Are, are important. Um, are any of the sit-down restaurants worth it? Because I've had people tell me they're not. Yeah, Mr. Waltz. Ripley. Yep. Waltz. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. So, Waltz yep. is on Main Street. Um, it's only open during the day, isn't it? Um, I think we talked yeah, about it recently. So. Um, and if you're lucky, you can actually, if you time it to when the parades are and get a, ask for a window seat, if there's a table available, you can actually watch the parade go by as you're, you're eating in there. Uh, but yeah, Waltz has got a very good menu. Okay. Um, so yeah, if you, if you're a bit of a foodie, that's not a bad one to go to. Um, also there's a California grill in the Disneyland hotel. Um, but although it's called California Grill, it's yeah, but... <laughs> it's French. Like the food is, um, is very French. So... Our serve sushi. So... Exactly. Yeah. Well, that is, yeah, but uh, yeah, sushi California that makes sense. But yeah. um, it's not as good as Walt Disney World one though. No, no. I still haven't even been to that one. I'm so, I'm slowly checking the the restaurants off my list, but that one I haven't gone to yet. Well, I mean, even I've gone there. <laughs> um, I've not been to many. Um, but yeah, it's, no, I'd say of all those kind of places, Waltz is probably the best. Um, if you wanted to do character dining, uh, there's uh, inv- um, inventions in, uh, in Disneyland Hotel as well. Yeah, it's like a buffet. Character okay. meet and greet. I, I do, th- um, I do no, think... Cafe Mickey's. Oh yeah, yeah, but I'm not going to. Re- well. I'm not going to recommend Cafe Mickey. <laughs> oh, it's got a new menu. <laughs> Still not recommending it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mister Rick, what are you going to say? He's gone again. Every time he's going to say something. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Internet's playing up at the moment. Um, I think you do need to try. Is it Blue Lagoon or Blue Bayou? I can never remember. Uh, well, no, it's, it's not. not. It's Captain Jack's. What? Yeah. When did that happen? I think I think you missed that show. So um, <laughs> last year, so until last year, uh, Kaylin, um, 
Pirates of the Caribbean was untouched. But last year they did put in some of the oh, no. Pirates of the Caribbean animatronics. And in, in doing so, they also turned the restaurant from the, the Blue blue Pearl, was it? I don't blue... Blue, Blue Bayou is the one in California. No. Blue, 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 Blue Lagoon. Blue Lagoon. Yeah. Uh, so it was the Blue Lagoon, and now it's called Captain Jack's. Um, oh, but the menu. Terribly The menu is pretty much the same, uh, but there is a chance that somebody impersonating Johnny Depp will come and disturb your dinner. Good. <laughs> so there is there is that, um, but I would still argue, even with the new additions, that Pirates of the Caribbean. In Paris is the best version. Oh wow! I think that restaurant's better than the one in Disneyland as well. Better than the than the Bayou. Yeah, because I've I've gone there and it was it was very good. It was no Carthay Circle Theater, but it was very good. Yeah, I yeah I'd go I'd vote California before the one in Paris, but I've been there for a long time. Mm. Can we all be last time we went there? It was. Average. Can we all be in agreement that the Paris version is better than the Disney World version? On part, on the actual ride, aren't yeah, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like most, most people will say that <laughs> ours is so short compared mm. to everyone else's. I don't think the Paris version is as long as Disneyland. I think it's about a minute or two shorter. Okay, but it's still longer than the than the, the ours World is version. Mm. only nine minutes, I think. I think the Paris version is about 11, I think. Yeah. But uh, it's been a while since I timed it. But uh, yeah, I, I rate that one. Um, okay. Uh, yes, yeah, so, so, yeah, so food for that. Um, I mean, the one thing you'll probably notice is that we're not as big on snacks as okay. Disney World. So you don't, get, um, you don't get Mickey ice cream bars. Um, you don't get turkey legs. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I could live my whole life without ever seeing another one. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty much the same, actually. Um, you can buy popcorn. Okay. Uh, and they've started to do popcorn buckets, haven't they, recently? But it's a, it's yeah. a recent thing for Disneyland Paris. So bef- like, you never got popcorn buckets before. But now, the last year, I'd say... You've started to get popcorn buckets. Um, Mainly Star Wars ones. Yeah. Uh, is there any? Is there any kind of snacks pool that you'd recommend? I'm thinking the Do Mickey you know, donut, like the um, yeah. the filled Mickey head. Yeah. Pretty good. The the one kind of the the bakery snacks. I would recommend the the bakery on Main Street. Mm. Is it the cable bar? Yeah, I think uh, I definitely recommend looking there. They've got a, a massive selection of of like baked goods, um, and again the same as other main streets, the the sweet shop mm. on on there that sell the different flavored fudges. Yeah. I would recommend as well. Got a but, massive fudge bar. Do you have to make reservations in advance for the sit down restaurants there, like you do here? I like you won't get in otherwise. <laughs> I think when you go, you should be okay. Okay. I don't think there's any holidays when you're going. Um, so yeah, I think you, you you should be okay. You can, I mean, you can book in advance. So if you really wanted to, um, 
you can you can call a number and you can make reservations, but you you probably be alright. Um, I mean, that's one thing that I do like with Disneyland Paris still compared to Disney World is the fact that you know you do feel that if you haven't booked something in advance, you, your chances of getting to eat anywhere that you want to are very slim. Um, right. I, I've never really had that with Paris. Like I've had I've had a few times I'm not been able to do things, but not not very often. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Are they dinner dinner jelly burger still at the moment, aren't they? I think. Mm, yeah. So I mean, if you if you've ever wanted to have a burger with a black bun, then uh, you can have one of those at the moment. Yeah. I think they had one of those at Hollywood Studios. Um, it was the Star Wars one. They, they uh, called it like the dark the dark side burger or mm, something. Yeah, it mu- very it must be, creative like that. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. Must I be. think ours is the Vader burger. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. don't cause sort of problems later on, do they? Well, I don't want to. I don't want to speculate because it probably does. <laughs> it probably does. Um, I imagine it's the same type of stuff they use in the buns that uh, that they did infamously a few years ago. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about. Uh, Google it. We're, we're not crass enough on this show to talk about <laughs> travel. Um, yeah, I'm trying to. I, th- I think that's probably it, food-wise, of things you you should probably seek out. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think that's it. Um, I'm just trying to think. Are there any other things? Oh, have you seen Coco? Yes. Do you like Coco? I like it a, a great deal. Okay. I cried through the last 20 minutes. So. Oh, I, well, I didn't cry, but um, someone was um, was uh, throwing dust around in, in the cinema and uh, <laughs> got an awful lot in my eye. Very, very irritating. Right near the end of that film. But uh, there is a Mexican restaurant in Frontierland, um, which I can't remember what it's called. Um I didn't do any research before this episode. But um, at the moment, they have a cocoa puppet that somebody uh, walks around with and uh, plays a guitar. And they also do a, a hot chocolate, which comes in a special cocoa mug. And I think that's the only that's part a, you can get it in. So That's adorable. Yeah. So that might be something for you to consider. And the food yeah. is really good, actually, as well. It's Tex-Mex, but it's, it's, it's pretty damn good. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, are there any other tips that people want to throw Caitlin's way? Um, hmm. A specialist, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I mean, what I would say, I, I mean, again, I know your time's limited, but um, I do already said about the shopping Disneyland hotel, but I do think have a look around the Disneyland hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably in some ways similar to the Grand Floridian. It's got that same kind of feel to it. It's got a okay. very strong scent when you go around there. It's pumped through, um, uh, and you either love it or hate it. I think it's a, a lovely scent. Um, and they now sell it in the gift shop um, <laughs> if you want to buy it. Um, 
but I, I just think it's a nice hotel. It's looking a little bit, I'd say, tiny. It's, it's going to be doing uh, having a refurbishment soon. Um, but because it's right on top of the park, it doesn't take too much time to go to. Um, oh, that's cool. I do like walking around the hotels, but the other hotels are a little bit further out. So because mm-hmm. you haven't got long, you probably haven't got time to go and see any of the other ones. But that one, you can have a walk around. If you go upstairs on the first floor, that's where the shop is. Um, so you can kind of go and look at all that stuff. And um, yeah, pay attention to the wallpaper is my advice if you okay. go in there. That's quite a fun game. Um, yeah. I'm other- just going to say about the buses, if you get the bus to and from the parks, Caitlin, if you're going from the Diageo, don't be, don't be too surprised if um, it's a bit of a free-for-all getting on and off the buses. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a little bit different. The concept of queuing and, um, well, physical assault is a bit, is a bit different. <laughs> get, get handy for your elbows. There's a tip for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if, I think, I think if it's the hotel I'm thinking of, I think it's still technically on property. If it was found the Europe, you can actually get a train that's one stop into Valley Europe, but I think you might be uh, on property, so that might not that might not help you. But um, yeah, if you are in Valley Europe, then you can get a train if the buses are a little bit stressful. Um, mm-hmm. The only other thing we haven't really talked about yet is Disney Village, which that, is that's like their downtown Disney, right? Yes, yeah, okay. um, it's it's very small, you know, compared to like Disney Springs or. Or downtown Disney in California, it, it is really small. You can walk through it very quickly. Um, it's got a World of Disney store, which again is much smaller than the World of Disney store. Although to be fair, having gone to World of Disney recently, um, I forgot how easy it is to get lost in that shop. Very. You won't <laughs> get lost in this World of Disney, that's for sure. Um, but that's that's quite fun to go to. Um, what else is there? Lego shop is there as well. Small Lego shop. Um, if you get really desperate for a good cup of coffee, uh, there's a Starbucks. Um, and a McDonald's. And another sandwich. And Planet Hollywood. And a Five Guys. Um, there your chains. Uh, you've got shops yeah. all down there. But to be fair... Except for the Arts of Disney shop, most of the stuff that you'll find in Disney Village, you could, you would have found in the parks anyway. In the parks. So gotcha. the only the only shop that I'd say have a maybe you want to have a look in is the the Art of Disney shop mm-hmm. because you do get uh, a few things in there you don't see in other shops. Um, but yeah, most of them you can kind of just skim through just kind of quickly. Um, yeah. And that's I think that's it. Is, is there anything that people want to add to Disney Village? Or there was one I don't know if it's still there. There was the studios, there was a shop, I think it was on the left as you went in. Mm-hmm. And last time I was in there, it had lots and lots of stuff in there for sale that was marked down. Ah, ah yes. Yes, ah. yes, so yes. It, you know, it's an expensive holiday, a vacation right. 
Disneyland Paris. So, I mean, maybe if you're looking for something that's been reduced in price because it's been for sale for some time, maybe head there and have a look. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's, there's two kind of shops, quite two decent shops in, in the studios. The first is as you kind of go into the ticket, uh, through the ticket uh, booth um, and to your left, and that's the one that you're talking about, Chris. And then when yeah. you actually walk into the first studio, there's a shop that runs the whole way down on the left-hand side in there. Um, don't generally get stuff that's for sale in there, but it's, again, it's another shop where you tend to find stuff you don't see other places. Um, and that's another thing that you might want to do as well. Um, even make a note of what you've seen and where you've seen it, or just mm-hmm. buy it when you see it. Yeah. Because if you think, oh, I'll come back and get it, or I'll get it in another shop, you might actually find you don't find it again. So, yeah, either, I said, make a note of where you need to go back to before you leave, or just pick it up. Knowing my habit, I'll probably just buy it right then and there. The thing is, I speak from experience with that, I've done that before, and I've gone, oh, I saw like a a mug one year of uh, Roger Rabbit on, I was like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll have to go and buy that. And, I thought, and I, I forgot what shop I saw it in, and it, it was only when I went back about six months later, the shop still had it that I was I was lucky enough to get it. Uh, I didn't see it in any other shop, so yeah, um, that's another little tip there. Um, that, that's hard merchandise to come by. Yeah. Anything with Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That's it. Yeah, it was it was just a, uh, a mug for the studios. Like it, was, it wasn't even a proper Roger Rabbit mug necessarily, but he was on it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I missed that mug. Um, yeah is there anything else that people just wanted to offer up I would say check out uh, our fantasy land because they've still got some of the the classic dark rides yeah uh, that aren't found in some of the other parks anymore like Snow White is still there still still scares me to this day Uh, (laughs) terrifying attraction (laughs) oh so it was the first ever attraction I went on in Disneyland when I was like nine, and it scared the shit out of me. I, I was just like, "Oh, Snow White, that's all right." Yeah, traumatized me. And then we yeah. followed it off, followed it up by going on Pinocchio. Perfect. Took about a one-two <laughs> punch. <laughs> by the time I was like, they wanted me to go on Peter Pan, I was almost wetting myself. But luckily, Peter Pan was fine. Um, Peter Pan's not scary. No, no. So yes, we've got uh, Pinocchio, Snow White, and, and that. Um, other thing, the only other thing I'd say in Fantasyland, it isn't an attraction, but um, if you want a cheap, quick lunch, there's and you eat meat because I don't eat anymore. There's the uh, marionette restaurant which does a really good bratwurst. Our Casey's Corner is shit. There's, <laughs> there's, no, there's, there's no point chicken coating it. It's terrible. I, I, I used to eat in there as 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 habit, not because it was good food. Um, if you want a decent, yeah. If you want a decent hot dog, you go to the marionette in in uh, Fantasyland, and in you go there. Um, oh, and of course, the other things in Fantasyland, you have to go in Alice's Labyrinth. Yes, that's um, what I've heard. And if you want to meet Mickey Mouse, it's probably the best place you're going to meet Mickey Mouse as well. Uh, he's got his own uh, indoor meeting place. Uh what about that Lady in the Tramp restaurant that used to do the meatballs? Is that still there? No. 
Oh. No. <laughs> well, that used to be good. <laughs> so get a TARDIS, go back and have that. <laughs> oh, and we do have... Uh, like you, what you'll notice is there's nothing in Adventureland. We do oh. have, <laughs> we do have an Indiana Jones ride, but it's an outdoor roller coaster. It's not really thing to Indiana Jones at all, but no, they it's pretend not. it is. And, and takes about half an hour to find it. Yeah. <laughs> it's right in the arse end of the park. Yeah, it was put there in the cheap when uh, Euro Disney first opened and almost Back collapsed. When it was Euro. Yeah, yeah, they quickly thought they better shove something in. We were supposed to get the uh, the Disneyland attraction, but that was quicker and cheaper to put in, so that's what we got. Uh, oh, that's so sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Disneyland that. ride is so good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We still we still cry about it now every now and again. Um, yeah. Okay. I got a good tip. I got a good tip. Um, you know, you've got Main Street. You've got two arcades either mm. side of Main Street, sort of hidden mm. away. Yes. If you take the left arcade. You can walk down there, and it takes you all the way through to Fantasyland. Oh, wow. Via Adventureland. No, no, adventure, uh, Frontierland. Frontierland, yeah. yeah. So it goes through. It's like this secret corridor, almost. Oh. And it, it's, there's loads of people and crowds. You can go down this sort of... It's, it's just a walkway, essentially, on ground level. And it kind of bypasses everything. So if you're in a rush to get to, I don't know, Pirates... You can get to it pretty quickly without uh, having to walk down Main Street. Well, that's yeah, you, convenient. You just kind of you just kind of hang to the left, don't you? Yeah, just keep left. I didn't I didn't know it for years, and then one day I heard someone talk about it, and I just found it. I said, mm. I don't know how it happened. It's almost like it doesn't exist. Well, that's it. Especially like rope drop. It's mm. Ideal. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Mr. D, was any, anything you wanted to add? Um, no, I, I don't think so. I think we've covered quite a bit of ground there. Yes. Are you going to do Paris as well, Caitlin? Or um, I'm not going to like the actual city of mm-hmm. Paris this time. I'm going to the Palace of Versailles. Yeah. Um, okay. Just where I'll spend hopefully an entire day. Yeah, I think that's. I think the there's idea. enough to do there for a whole day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back and like properly do France and more, more Europe. <laughs> this is just a taster session. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair kind enough. of hopping from place to place. <laughs> I originally was going to fly out of London, uh, but the day that I fly out is the day of the royal wedding. Ah, and I was like, "There's no way I'm going to be able to do that." So I changed it so that now I'm flying directly out of Charles de Gaulle. She'll make it much easier, I hope. Yeah, yeah, should do. Pretty close. Yeah, I got the vacation time before they announced the date of the wedding. Wow, you get an invite. No, no invite for me. Oh, should, have, should have made friends with Megan. Um, <laughs> just before we, we move off, um, we did get an, uh, uh, an email from a listener a few weeks ago. Um, I'm sure he won't mind me saying his name's Ethan, but um, uh, he's going for the first one as well this year, actually. Um, and he said, what, the, what place are the best for food that also worth value for money? 
um, and tips on making the most of the days there. Well, hopefully, um, we've given you some of those tonight, talking about this anyway. Um, but certainly for food, if you're on a budget, I would definitely say the marionette, as I, as I just mentioned. Um, I'd also probably say Cafe Hyperion. Uh, no, what's it called? Is it called Hyperion? It's called Hyperion, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh. that's my go-to for a yeah. cheap, quick meal in, yeah. in the main park. And I always say the, the Blockbuster Cafe in the studios as well is is good value for if you yeah. want something quick. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty reasonable. I think you're looking under 10, 10 euros for like a lunch there. Um, the Mexican place, which I can't remember what its name is in, in Frontierland as well, is pretty good. And if it's open, the Cowboy Cookout. Yeah. That's not particularly expensive, um, but good food if you like barbecue. So, um, yeah, I think they're decent tips. Uh, yeah, there you go. And Kayleen, if there's anything else that you think of uh, later on before your trip, get in touch. We'll, we'll try and help yes, you out as well. Uh, but hopefully that's that's been good for you. Yes, very much so. Thank you. Is After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Hey there, my name is Wendy Prater. I've been an agent with Magical Journeys Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner for five years now. I'm also a proud sponsor of the Dis After Dark podcast. These guys are great. Keep listening. Whether you have been guilted into taking your little princess to see Elsa or you're wanting to drink around the world showcase in a fabulous adult vacation, let me help you create the most magical experience by cutting out your stress. I make the plans, you make the memories. I'll find you the best deals and arrange your whole itinerary. My services are free, so why not? Mention this ad for $25 off your deposit. I also specialize in universal vacations, all major cruise lines, and all-inclusive vacations. Find me at WPMagicJourneys.com to get started. Um, now, before we go, there's a few other things that we wanted to talk about. Um, so, Kate, if you don't mind staying around, it'd be great. Um, yeah. But, Mr. Ripley, this week, or last week even, uh, did something new. I did, yes. I had a trip to a galaxy far, far away and experienced uh, Secrets of the Empire. In my old has... stomping grounds. Yes, at your old stopping ground. There's also one in the east at the other Stratford Shopping Centre. So there's two in London. Wait, what? Yeah, I, I did not know that either. There is two in London. I would have kept east if I had known. No, I knew that. I learned, <laughs> you knew that? I learned to my cost. Did you? Yeah, I went to the wrong one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, the hang on. Was oh. I thought you meant there was two of these Star Wars attractions in London. There is, isn't there? 
No, I think it's just a shepherd's bush. Hmm, that's interesting. That's where you went, wasn't it, Shepherd's Bush? Yeah, 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 yeah. that's the one I went to. Yeah. Because when I, uh, the only reason I say that was when I uh, checked in, the, the guy was talking about the other shopping centre, that there was one there. Hmm, I'll have to check that out now. Yeah, well, I was anyway, we... two shopping centres. I went to the wrong shopping centre, <laughs> not for Star Wars. No, just in general. Just in general, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used, to, I used to work in Shepherd's Bush. When they were building Westfield... It was when I used to work in TV, and I, and the stories that I can't tell you about really steady cook. Um, so yeah, I had fond memories of them building it, but I never got to go until it was open a few years afterwards. So anyway, we're going off topic. Enough about shopping centres. Yeah, so um, I uh, experienced that at the shopping centre, and it's sort of right banks back in the middle of the place, which is nice and easy to find. And they've also, obviously, they've got one at Downtown Disney and one in Disney Springs on both coasts of America. So you can do exactly the same experience, I believe. And it was incredibly good. And because I am the resident, if I may say so, Halloween Horror Nights expert, it kind of, this kind of feels like next gen HHN, which is mm. a phrase some people use. So this is, this, this is where Halloween Horror Nights could be in a few years time almost really yeah i mean it wasn't scary well it was a little no, bit scary no. a bit of peril you know there was it was an adventure game essentially um so you know this is a direction that they i mean they have had the repository this is a, a, a direction they could follow in in a few years to come um so yeah so i i i I posted on my Twitter that I was going to talk about it and I immediately got lots and lots of messages saying, don't, don't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do. Um, I've just looked up there. There is two in London. There I know, I'm, just, in. I'm just looking at it now. It opens, yeah. it opens on the 29th of March. It's not open yet. Right. It's booking through till May. So, which okay. is, which is about, cause when it, it opened in December in Westfield, Shepherd's Bush, it was only supposed to be open until uh, March. Right. So I don't know, I'm just trying to see now if what the closing date is of the Shepherd's Bush one, just in case all they're doing is moving it over. Okay, well, in order to not uh, do too many spoilers, or any at all really, uh, it Uh, it it ends in March, so yeah, they're moving it, they're moving it over. Oh, that's odd. I don't know why they would bother doing that, but (laughs) hey-ho. Um, my favourite Star Wars I'm not a huge Star Wars fan I've said that a few times now but my most favourite Star Wars film is Rogue One and this is set during Rogue One Um, so to me personally it gives it a a much much of a more of an edge because it's set within my favourite Star Wars film Um, and it features characters from that film you know I'm just you know, spoilers alert for that film. I'm just sad that the way it ends that film that they all die. Yeah. You can't ever oh. have a sequel with those characters. <laughs> but hey ho, this is the sequel that you wanted almost. Although it's probably set before the film, I would imagine. Um there is just to let you know, there is a sequel to Rogue One. Is there? Yeah. It's called Episode Four. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Um so 
just to uh, sort of explain the process just very quickly so everybody sort of is aware you you if you haven't pre-booked you queue up um, you pretty much go straight into it if you've pre-booked you hand them your paperwork you sign a, a waiver which is like a digital waiver <laughs> like an email to you um, then you hand them your luggage or your jackets or whatever uh, they give you a, a key and then you sort of join this very short line before you are inducted and the induction is a video um, which is part of it's like a pre-show sort of sets up the mission for you um, you then go into another area where you are suited and booted and this basically consists of uh, this waistcoat with a backpack um, and a helmet with a visor that comes down and why that's important is that the the backpack and the waistcoat effectively uh, react to the environment right so the headset is obviously doing the, the the 3d virtual reality thing and the backpack is acting as a so for example the, there are areas within the story that you go into where there's quite a hot area then there's an area where um you might get shot so of course if you get shot the backpack will do a reaction to that so it's giving you a, a sensory overload of all your senses rather than just uh the visual side of things so you actually feel as though you're in these environments does it smell um sort of a little bit not overly okay but i think they are trying to hit every single sense i think they're trying to tick every box with that um my only criticism of the whole thing is it's quite short um i don't necessarily think that the the solving puzzles side of it is actually there other than to just distract you. I don't think that's really what the game's about. The game is essentially a, like any other kind of video game, shall I say, where there's quite some peril. Um, but the in terms of the effects where you're sort of flying through space and then you're walking on these gantries, you know, it's, it's very Star Wars. It's, it does give the impression that you're, you know, you're high up on a tower, then you're down low, then you're, uh, there's like an earthquake sequence sort of thing where it's all moving. It, it's done so seamlessly. And you do generally start thinking you are part of the Rebel Alliance dressed up as a stormtrooper. <laughs> but what's so great about it is it, I did it with my partner. It was just me and her. Um, and I think you can do it in groups of five. But um, Four. All four, um, you are dressed as a stormtrooper, essentially, as part of the Rebel Alliance. But as you look down at your your hands and your arms, you're moving them in front of you, and they are clad in the stormtrooper outfit. And wow. when you look at your partner, like I have, it's the same height as what she is. And it's just, and she is moving and doing everything, and it is, she is there, you know? It's incredibly well done. Wow. Um, I would highly recommend it. And if you chaps want a few spoilers, I'll tell you after recording. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that I know that I'm definitely going to do it. Um, I'm not sure when. It depends on when it's this. I think I think we were talking about doing it when we were trying to see each other in a few weeks. But it looks like that's when it's going to be closed while they move it over. So. Um, 
yeah. But well, I will I will be doing it when it opens at Stratford, definitely. Um, well, one one teaser I will say to you is there's a very iconic scene in Rogue One that makes the film, and that is in this game. An iconic scene. Yeah, yeah. Is it is it when Rocky knocks out Apollo Creed? That it, no, it's the bit where he goes up the stairs and goes. Oh, of course, what an idiot! Exactly, what an idiot! I, I completely blew that joke, like a chump. Um, but no, I mean I think he looks fascinating. I love, I love uh, VR. Um, I've had very limited experience with it with the, with this new version of VR. But what I've had, I thought. If they get it right, it will be something special. And I think everyone that I know has experienced this so far, that's exactly what they've said, is that they've started to nail it. Um, and this could be the start of many things. In fact, we got a tweet tonight, actually. Um, let me... Now I've said that. I don't just love it when you, you make reference to something and realise you haven't got it in front of you. Uh, miscellaneous, um, who's a fan of the show, hello. Uh, thank you for listening. Also has um, one of our t-shirts, which we'll be plugging later on. Um, but she said that she went on the, on the um, Darren Brown thought part thing that we were talking about. Mm. Um, and she said it was really good. Now, oh. I know that they've been tweaking it from when it first opened. So I know that they were trying to make it better than what it was. So it'll be interesting, because I know you've done it before, didn't you? Uh, or, did what? you or was it closed when you went? No, it's closed. Every oh. time I've been to Fort Park, it's shut. Yeah. So, but it'd be interesting to see, to speak to someone that's been on it pre, like when it first opened to now. Because, you know, when it first opened, it looked pretty ropey, but I've I've heard a few people say now that it, it's actually quite good. So there must be something to it. Um, well, supposedly, a friend of mine told me that um, he's got a mate that works at Lucasfilm in the UK somewhere. And he supposedly told him that, this originally was a Ghostbusters attraction. They built they, a... They they have one in Madame Two Swords in New York, I think is where it is. The okay. Ghost, the Ghostbusters one. Yeah, well, supposedly the, it wasn't very popular, or if it is, it's still going. It wasn't that great. Mm. But it, 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 it is actually very good, even though it hasn't been very popular. Mm. And a Disney executive went through it and contacted the void and said, can you do this for Star Wars? Wow. Yes, we can. And that's where it all sprung from. I think the only thing that's going against it is, I don't know how much, I think it's, I think it's about $30 in Disney Springs. It's yeah, a, it's something like that. Yeah, and I think, I think it's about £32 or something to go and do it. Oh, thir- wow. £35 standard or £30 for off-peak. <laughs> well, I know when I'm going. Um... <laughs> But as you say, it's only like a, a fifteen minute or so attraction. Isn't it? It's quite a short experience. Yeah, I mean it's probably all told, you're probably in there about thirty minutes, maybe slightly slightly more. I mean a Star Wars fan could uh could say, uh, aren't you a little short for a paid for attraction? <laughs> um <laughs> This is why we need Craig on the show. He'd have, he'd and have, on that note, yeah, he'd have, he'd have, he'd have <laughs> told me off for that one. Um, but no, that's great. Uh, I, I think I'm definitely gonna. So I'm definitely gonna do it. And um, yeah, that's that's definitely wet my appetite. Um, a couple of quick things I wanted to mention just before we do eventually go though is the rumor going still on about Star Wars of this Obi Wan Kenobi film. 
Mm-hmm. Have you heard who it looks like could be directing it? No. Very strong rumours, seeing it multiple sources, that George Lucas might be directing it. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that went so well the last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now now Disney are investing in it. So maybe someone will try and rein him in a little bit. Maybe no, someone no. will tell him no. <laughs> I don't. I really oh. don't know how to feel. I really don't know how to feel about no. it. No. I want it on, on the one hand, I think we're all in agreement, cause, especially because Craig's not here, that the prequels are pretty rubbish. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> but at the same time, I think it might be nice to let him have one final throw at the dice. And to be honest, looking at how shit Han Solo looks like in that new film, <laughs> how much worse can it get? So, well, I, I'm, I don't like these news. I, I like Rogue One, but I don't like the other two episodes very much. You both because you don't like J.J. Abrams. I don't like J.J. <laughs> I think he's a waste of space. Maybe and we need Lucas he's, back. He's the king of space at the moment. <laughs> That's why he's so upset. That's why well, he's so upset. Is Alec Guinness going to be in it? Ruined yes. <laughs> yes, the, the, um, they're going to reanimate the corpse of Alec Guinness. Just so he can moan about the deal that he got for the first Star Wars and not taking a merchandise <laughs> in one that he was off. Well, like um, they did with Peter Cushing. Yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah. Um, so is that. Uh, also, we kind of touched on it earlier, the fact that uh, Rock and Roller Coaster in Disneyland Paris is going to be rethinked to a Marvel attraction. Are we excited about that? Yes. Making a Black Panther attraction, I'm all for it. <laughs> Well, that he might have been us, it. Well, that leads us on to the next bit because uh, I think it'd be wrong for us to not mention the fact that Black Panther has broken all kinds of records. Uh, you you could make a roller coaster out of it. Well, it could happen. I, I think the popularity of it. I think they're going to have to do something with it sooner rather than later. Um, yeah. It's. I mean, the final fi- as we recall, the final figures aren't in, but it looks like in the four day uh, Presence Day weekend that uh, Black Panther could well have made over $200 million at the US box office alone. Yeah, they're currently saying that it's slated to be the highest grossing solo superhero movie opening ever. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and and that's in the month of February. So, you know, that's, that's huge. Which huge. is not a big box office month. No. Uh, I think <laughs> the, the biggest film before that was probably Deadpool. Yeah. You know, it's it's a quiet month. To be honest, like, uh, and I'll openly admit it, on, a, on an episode of Pop After Dark a few months ago, I said um, I had no interest in seeing Black Panther and I thought it could be a bit of a flop. Uh, that was before I saw the trailer, admittedly, in my defence. Um, but I thought releasing it in February, I know they had to release it before Infinity War, but, um, yeah, I, th- I thought it felt a bit dumped. But this could have actually been genius marketing by by Marvel Studios, so uh, yeah, yeah, good good stuff. Um, it, was, it was unbelievable. It was so good. Have you seen it already? <laughs> I have. Yeah, I think we're the only two actually. Um, I think other people are seeing it later this week, but uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it as much as you did, but um, yeah, I think for a lot of reasons, it's a very important film. Um, yes, and I'm glad it's it has done well. I am glad it has done well. So there is there is that. Um, before we wrap up, was there anything else anyone wanted to mention? 
Excellent. So, and that's, <laughs> I love it. I love it when everyone goes quiet. Um, so, on that note, we'll wrap up. Um, Caitlin, I, I don't know if you want to plug yourself at all. Um, my so most active, I'm on Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter, I'm talk Disney number two me, and then on Instagram, I'm at dancing underscore Disnerd. They tend to change often. <laughs> but those are the ones that I'm using right now. <laughs> very good. Very good. And yes, um, you can see some of Caitlin's. It's not just Disney. She might just she might have had Disney in her name, but there's a lot of Harry Potter there as well. So, um, plenty of Harry Potter. Plenty yeah. of Marvel. Plenty yeah. of Star Wars. So there you go. So yes, please give her a follow if you've enjoyed her. Thank you very much uh, for coming on. Uh, really appreciate it. And said so hope that we've given you some some good tips for your trip. Yes, thanks for having me on. No problem. Well, maybe if you want to come back and, and give us a kind of post-trip report, you know where we are. Surely. Excellent. Uh, so on that note, thank you, uh, dear listeners, for, for downloading and, and listening to us. Uh, thank you all for, for coming on, guys, as well, and gals. And uh, we will see you uh, in another couple of weeks. Bye-bye now. I to light speed to Endor. <laughs> Chris Ripley needs a catchphrase. Maybe it should be your favourite <laughs> Star Wars film is The Caravan of Courage. I hate J.J. Abrams. Oh, now there's a winner. <laughs> Hello there, dear listener. Now, have you ever listened to a podcast and thought, oh, I'd really like to support those guys, but I just don't know how to do it? Well, then you're in luck. There are now two ways for you to be able to support us. The first is by going to our Spreadshirt page at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash After Dark Network. Here you can pick up t-shirts for all of the podcasts that we do. The other way is by visiting us at patreon.com forward slash disafterdark. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash disafterdark. Any money raised by buying some merchandise or pledging your support on Patreon means that we can keep producing more content for the After Dark Network. On behalf of the other After Dark Podcast Network hosts, we thank you for listening to this episode, we hope you enjoyed it, and thank you for your continued support. Podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast.